Guys, what's going on? And welcome back to another Arsenio Buck Show podcast. Guys, I cannot give you a thorough introduction just because, uh, you know, there's a lot of people around. You know what I'm saying? But man, it is my 30th birthday. Here I am at Changi International Airport. Guys, I'm going to show you a lot of pictures and stuff like that. I'll be posting them on Twitter uh, real, real shortly. But uh, I just got settled in, man. This First and foremost, I mean, I'm just so grateful to be alive on my 30th birthday just because there aren't that many people around the world who are able to live to the age of 30 because given their circumstances wherever they live in the world. So right now, I'm just being grateful this specific morning. Um, in terms of my health, in terms of everything I'm doing in my life, I am just just so in awe and I'm so grateful and so on track with my purpose and I'm just so focused and determined at the age of 30. Like if you guys are saying, oh, well, you're getting older, that means your body's de- deteriorating. I said, absolutely not. To be honest with you, I am the healthiest and I'm the most fit I've ever been in my entire life right now. Yep, that's right. When I was running track and field out there at Central Arizona College just for a year, you know, doing everything else that I did, you know, throughout my earlier years and going into my 20s, my 25s, living in Australia, you know, working out, I still wasn't as healthy as I am today. So this is why I'm just... Yeah, a lot of people say, oh, when you get older, you know, you just see, you know, your body just seems to fall apart. No, if you know how to take care of your body, like a lot of people, well, I wouldn't say a lot of people, like some people do, you're going to be all right. So again, age is just a number. I am not sad whatsoever. There's no midlife crisis here. Hell, at the age of 30, I was thinking about it because um, I remember my sister turned 30. She turned 30, I think 2012. And I think I was there for her 30th birthday. And she's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do with my life. And I'm like... Jesus, I don't want to be like her. Now, the thing is, no, I'm not saying it from that aspect to say, no, my sister, she didn't know what she was doing. No, I just told myself that I'm going to be well on track with what I want to do with my life in terms of, you know, reaching that that pivotal, that milestone, as you guys see in the picture. You know what I mean? So here I am. I'm looking at this glass. It's probably 40 feet in the air. I'm standing next to this this huge jumbo screen, and I got all these things happening. This guy's probably going to go over there and look at my shit. Uh, no. Okay, no, he didn't. Anyways, um, yeah, I just bought some Baileys, especially for, uh, you know, for my birthday. And, you know, I'm going back to Bangkok right now. I don't know how much time I'm going to have between, you know, going to Bangkok, you know, going back to my place, and then having to teach way out there in the boondocks tonight. But, God, this is exciting, man. I can't be thankful enough. Guys, 10 years ago, seriously, like... 10 years ago, all I can think about is just 10 years ago, if I actually look at my life 10 years ago, back in 2008, and where I am right now, it is comical, it makes me want to laugh, because 2008, man, I was just going, I was taking all these bullshit-ass prerequisite courses, excuse my French, I was taking a lot of these prerequisite courses, didn't know what the hell I was doing with my life, you know what I mean, I mean, I kind of did, you know, I was just taking a lot of stuff for, you know, to get my certificate and stuff like that, but, I mean, now... Five years after that, where was I? 2013, I had just finished. So within that five-year period, especially living in Australia, the much listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Between 2008 and 2011, before May, before I headed out to Australia, I didn't really do shit, to be honest with you guys. I mean, I wasn't really doing anything with my life. Um, except, you know, hurry up, finish the cert, got my dental assistant certificate, kept taking prerequisite courses while I was learning. But then I just said, you know what, I want to go to Australia. And so 2009, that's what everything took. To, that's when everything took off. So I did an ESL podcast with, uh, what is it, with one of the, um, I'm sorry, with one of the individuals last night. Oh, one of my favorite students in the world. 
And she was telling me some very interesting things. And you know what? She was like, you know what? Because I had such a deep, uh, what is it? I, I don't know. I guess, you know, the English, English just ran so deep within her bloodline. She said she was no longer dreaming in Thai. She was dreaming in English. She was speaking English in her dreams. People were speaking English to her in her dreams. And I'm like, that is the most interesting fact I've ever heard in my life. Because, of course, you being born in Thailand as this and that and that just goes to show you how if you're really really hungry and you really want to change you're going to go out there and do it so when I went out there to of course um what is it when I went out there to Australia for the first time and I was looking around and I said oh man this is it this is it and then when I went back to America I was so depressed I was like I can't live this life anymore I got to get the hell out of here and so then, of course, I moved there in 2011, stayed there in 2011, went to Thailand for six days, and I went to Japan for a short layover, went to Chiba Prefecture, then I went to Hawaii for four days before going back to Vegas, and then I knew I needed to come back here. But the last five years, guys, that's where the growth was. You know, I came out there to Thailand. I was telling the guy, my boy Abhishek, he's probably going to listen to this podcast too. I was telling him on the plane yesterday, the guy that I just met on the plane, awesome guy. Um, and I was like, you know what? The, the, the growth that I had to endure, I told him about everything I had to go over. Of course, you guys know the story. If you guys don't know the story, the racial discrimination, all that good stuff. It's good stuff for me because it actually changed my life. But I needed to grow. And you know what? Living in an environment where people are just so nice to you, that's not essentially growing. Being able to flourish and stay at it and just be able to beat on your craft in the wake of so much racial discrimination and just trying to ignore all the noise. I still remember watching the movie uh, Race, Jesse Owens, and they were in the locker room, the locker room scene, and I love this scene so much because it just basically epitomizes what I've been through for so long. And the coach comes up to him, and, and the track and field coach, he was like, hey, why were you listening to the guys out there on the track? And there were four, I think there were two black, two or three black guys, right? And then the coach comes in, and the coach comes in and says, hey, get these gorillas out of here at the Ohio State University back in the 1930s, of course. This is right before the Berlin Olympics. And he's like, get these gorillas out of here. No, no, I think he said, get these monkeys out of here. And then the coach said he was looking at the football players. No, he was actually looking at the track and field guys while the football players stood behind him. He's like, you're going to let these gorillas, you know, get, you know, get inside of you? Or he said, I'm paraphrasing, right? And then everything erupted. And so the football players were like, they looked at their coach, and they're like, who the hell is he calling Gorilla Coach? And then the coach was like, I forgot what the guy's name was, but he started, you know, there was a lot of noise. And then they started screaming and yelling, and then it got louder and louder and louder. And all these, of course, the African-American sprinters, including Jesse Owens, he was just sitting there like, what the hell's going on? And the coach was just yelling at him. He was so focused, focused with the blurred out noise. All that boisterous bullshit was in the background. And he was like, this is just noise. And, of course, he was screaming that at the top of his lungs. And then that made me realize, I'm like, oh, my God, this is all just noise. Everything that I hear is just noise. Like I told you, like just a week ago, I don't know, someone commented, uh, of course, the Thai girl, you know, being very, very racist, dropped the N-word. And I'm like, that's just noise to me. That's nothing to me. And I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, my God, really? And that's just noise to me. That's it. it has nothing to do with me. I know I'm not that. She's saying that to her. She's trying to make drop someone's defenses so she could feel better about herself. I don't give a damn about her. So, again, man, it's Thailand. I already know what they're about. 
But at the same token, I am so grateful that I had to go through this process to get over all... I mean, just the last five years has been the most character-building five years of my life. Let's put it that way. And now at the cusp of 30, because last year... I was literally removed from a company, Toshiba, I can say it now, you know, and I was working for another company and they said, oh, I don't think you're good enough. All these Gen B guys, like age 70, who came to, all these things happen. And I said, you know what, enough is enough. I'm way better than y'all. I'm getting the hell out of here. Boom. Right when that happened, I opened the floodgates and now you got people over here. Oh my God. I'm getting shoved in so many directions. I don't even know what to do anymore. You know, I got a content writer. I'm trying to tell her. She's like, hey, you need to check this out. I'm like, okay, well, I got to go to the airport first. And she's like, okay, well, you need to look at this blog. You need to figure this out so you can start putting things onto your website. And you can start putting free PDFs on there so you can bring all the people from France and Morocco and Mexico. And they can start downloading your PDFs so they can work on this. Okay, what you need to do, you need to create the survey. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't even prioritize right now. But it all happened. I never had this schedule before. I had this schedule when I started. I stopped becoming a victim. I was no longer a victim. Uh, what, what, was, what was it that Eric Thomas said? He said, don't be a victim. He said, be a victor. That's right. That's right. Be a victor. Be victorious. And that's what I am on the cusp of so much greatness. Um, basically, you know, I feel, you know, yesterday I was 29. Today I'm 30. But I am still the same old good old person. You know what I mean? And I'm just emanating so much positivity. I just came here to the airport, and this guy, um, oh, so funny just now. I just saw something really funny happen. Two backpackers, they went up to the kiosk, you know, to go to immigration. And one of the girls, no, the guy, his uh, passport didn't scan. So he said, oh, sorry, you got to go over to the other one. And then he's like, oh, well, she's Colombian, and she can't do it either. And he's like, no, Colombian, they can. And he's like, what? And so his friend, who's Colombian, she scared the thing. And the guy at Singapore, the staff, he started speaking Spanish to her. It was so funny, man. Anyways, great people, great check-in, so smooth, so everything. Now I'm just relaxing here, getting ready to go to Bangkok and just looking in the skies, these blue skies, these cloud clusters that are just popping up everywhere, looking at Emirates land their massive-ass A380 jumbo. And, man, I just can't be grateful enough, man. I mean, there's just so many things that... That I've been through in my life, as all of you guys have been through. You know, 10 years ago, I was a goddamn baby. You know, at the age of 20, what was that? Yeah, I'm like 2008. You know, I had the ex, you know, the girlfriend back then, and this happened. She dumped me, I went to Australia, and then life changed forever. And so here I am, just being as grateful as I am this morning with the folks in Bhutan, with the folks in Tanzania, folks in Zambia, the folks in uh, Gabon. You know, so many places around the world. You guys are listening to me. You guys are viewing my stuff. You guys are viewing my test prep stuff. I got my content writer. I got, hell, I'm even grateful for my family this morning. That's right, my brother. And I don't even remember. Oh, no, I'm going to talk about that in another podcast. That's right. So, yeah, you guys are going to have to wait for that. But just being able to just sit down and just go through everything and just see where I have come. See, guys, it's the process. Okay, yeah, probably in about three years, I'm probably going to be making a lot of money. I might not be living in Thailand anymore. I might be doing speaking engagements all around the world and doing this and doing that. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I'm always going to have humble beginnings. I'm always going to stay humble. If someone comes up to me and says, hey, you're Arsenio, man, your podcast has changed my life. I'm going to sit down with that person and talk to them for 12, or I'm sorry, not 12 minutes, 15 minutes and tell them what, you know, what did they take most from it? What do you think? And this and that, because you know why? I'm just so humble. 
I'm not one of those people who just, you know, say, oh, well, time is money. Oh, you have to pay me and this and that. See, mm, 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 mm. that is not who I am. And that's not what my mother raised me to be. So anyways, guys, today is just one of those mornings. Is this just gang? Oh, shit, it is a game. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. Anyways, yeah, you guys hear a lot of background noise because I am at the airport. But anyways, guys, yeah, so I just want to give so much thanks. Be just grateful as hell this morning. And just be able, guys, just stay tuned. Uh, we got a lot of things. Well, I got a lot of things. Well, yeah, we got a lot of things coming up real soon. I'm probably going to ask another content writer to come on board. She's in the Philippines in Angeles City. There goes another Herbalife. So you guys know I'm a Herbalife uh I'm a Herbalife uh, guy, you know what I mean? I haven't done it, I mean, I haven't made a shake in like three months because I haven't bought any, but there's a girl standing right behind me. She has Herbalife Nutrition shirt on. So I just love it, man. I just love being around people who want more in life, who are not the victim. And that's what you got to be. That's what you got to be to be successful in this world. So guys, with that being said, age 30, thank you so much for your support all around the world. From folks out there in Ashburn, all the way down to Long Beach, California, all the way to San Antonio, Texas, all the way to Buenos Aires, going all the way up to the Netherlands, to to Switzerland, what is it, Zurich, and all these other places, and Croatia, and Japan, you name it, guys, thank you so much, and stay tuned for a hell of a lot more. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.